Hi, welcome to Gardening Related. This is Aunt Rebecca in Oregon. And this is Elizabeth in New York. Hey, girl. Hey, how's it going? Okay, how's it going with you? It's going well. It's going well. We're enjoying the beautiful weather. What's the weather like over there? Well, last week, it was so hot that Haunt and I went in the swimming pool. The first time ever in Oregon. In Oregon, it usually heats up July 5th. Um, It stops raining July 5th, is what I was told. 10, 12. Actually, we've been here 13 years now. Oh, wow. And the first year I thought um, when June came and went and it was still raining and foggy and cold, I thought, oh, my God, what have I done? And (laughs) then July and August and it stops raining and it turns absolutely perfect. And you swim and you watch your tomatoes not ripen and uh, you harvest everything else under the sun and you're very, very happy. It's a beautiful summer. This year, we broke records. The wettest April... On no, the fourth wettest April <clears throat> since like 1937 or something. Oh, wow. And <clears throat> um, it was 90 degrees for an entire week 95, 96, 92, week? 91. <clears throat> and the last day God. we had Haunt had gotten the pool guys in to open the pool early this year because we were late last year and we didn't get enough swimming time. So this year they opened it <clears throat> and we started heating the pool immediately mm-hmm. and we could go in the pool on the last hot day and we had the uh, we had a blast oh lovely it uh. was so nice now it's turned back into the 60s and uh yeah. highs in the 60s and 70s you know low mm-hmm. 70s which is typical weather here yeah but it's sunny and it's nice but it's put me behind because because i knew that we were going to go through this terrible hot week I I didn't plant anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because all of your cold-loving things would have just gotten fried. Well, and also, I haven't hardened anything off, um, so that's all upstairs in my office here mm-hmm. uh, in a southern-facing windows. And so they're, <clears throat> they're used to pretty normal temperatures, but, yeah. you know, even the tomatoes that I have that are nice now, and ready to go in the ground a week ago, I wasn't about to put in the ground. They'd be in shock. And the people that had put their tomatoes in the ground in early May, I mean in early in mid-April, sorry, a month ago, they just sat there and pouted. Yeah, wait. So, I mean, tomatoes love heat, though, right? Right. But there was only heat for one week. Before that, it was all cold and rainy. Right. So if you put them in early thinking, ah, ha, ha, I'm going to get a good start and it stays cold all this time and then all of a sudden it skyrockets up to 90, no plant can take that without a good swimming pool. (laughs) That makes sense. So, So I just kept them in. So for all those global warming people that are scratching their heads and wondering what to do, be better safe than sorry. Mm hmm. Yeah, because the unpredictable weather is here. Yeah. That's what this is what it is. Climate yep. change is upon us. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're facing. Um yeah, I mean we've had we've had similar like we had a week, I don't know, three days a week in April where it was in the nineties. Yeah. And it was gorgeous and I loved it. It was amazing. But also it's like, oh my god, oh no, oh no, oh no. Yeah, that'll kill a seed. Yeah. 
And then um, this past week, it's been very cold. Yeah. And we actually had a frost. No. Just recently. Yeah, we had a frost two days ago. Did you get a warning so that you could cover your plants? We got a warning. So I covered the plants, uh, stuck some hot water bottles underneath the, the tarp. Yes. Um, Good. Covered it over. So, you know, everything, everyone lasted. But um, yeah. You yeah, have to do that. Yeah. It, it's like we exchanged the uh, the hot week in April for the cold week in late May. So it's yeah, just it's bizarre. bizarre. And yeah. I don't think we're the only people going through that. No, no. Well, yeah, global warming is, you know, kind of a misnomer because it's it's just weather change and more erratic weather. Um, so it's just it's hard on all the plants and the yes. animals and the people, you know. Dress in layers. Yes. Bring umbrellas. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And be prepared to keep stuff inside, you know, like I'm going to start. Yeah. So now we're we're going to have several weeks now of coolish but dryish weather. So I'm going to put all my plants out and harden them off <clears throat> and then actually plant them. And it'll be a little bit later start for me than I'd like, although I planted green beans the other day, so I'm happy about that. Yum. And and we've got the lettuce starts in. And I thought the lettuce would bolt and be horrible for those for that week. One day of 90, sure. A week of 90? No, he said they're okay. So yeah. we'll see. So we'll see. And um, and I think that um, as global warmers, you know, as gardeners or with, with global warming, we have to be better safe than sorry. And if mm-hmm. it means you're delayed a week, so be it. Yeah, you know, yeah, because it it's better. It's better late than never. Than than dying off and losing all of your investment, all of that time. It's so much work starting the babies and yeah, getting them out and everything. You, yeah, and you can't get that time back quickly. Yeah, you know, you can't make a seed grow fast. You no. you can try, but it won't do it. It no. just laughs at you. Yeah, yeah, everyone at their own pace. So yeah. because of that 90 degree day, everything has popped in my garden, including the roses. So for the first time in 13 years, I have roses. The peonies are just starting in the back peony bed. But the roses have popped, the clems are out, the wow. wisteria and the roses are out at the same time. That's usually a month apart. Oh my gosh. Huh. Yeah. So I feel like I'm in some magic land right now. It's sort of like, Oz, I'm going to have a lot of deadheading to do. But everything is up at once. The irises are up. The, the, the hardy geraniums aren't, aren't blooming. But every, almost everything, it's unbelievable. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah, we just had we just had an insane like rainstorm and I loved it. It was great for the plants and everything here has been popping and just, you know, I feel like everything shot up several inches. <clears throat> oh, um, excellent. Our spinach and kale and some lettuce heads are ready to harvest. So Excellent. Tomorrow night when we have a little bit more time, I'm going to make a nice big salad. Perfect. Um, I did have radishes that probably would have been ready by now, but yeah. the chickens got in the garden. Uh-huh. And I didn't 
notice that I had left my garden door open. I came down probably like four hours later and they oh. were rooting, rooting around and just having the best day of their lives. Yeah, smorgasbord. All, all the worms that yeah. I have carefully gathered. <laughs> Whenever I find a worm in the yard, I run it over to my garden and dump it there. <laughs> no more. <clears throat> so my, my prize collected worms... You know, everything. My my radish starts. Um, thankfully they didn't get into the tomatoes. So thankfully. it was that was okay. But um, And radishes are easy to replace. Radishes will yeah. sprout in three days. Yeah, yeah. So radishes I had of course also planted carrots with them though. So Are they gone? Yeah, I think they're gone. <laughs> okay. So Yeah. One more time. Yep. I yep. learned, I told you to plant radishes and carrots together, and I've learned something. Oh? I've learned that um, when you pull up the radish, you also oftentimes pull up two or three starts of the carrots. Oh, that makes sense. And so what I'm starting to do is make a row of radish and sort of next door, mm-hmm. um, maybe three inches away, a row of carrots. Because they're both root vegetables. Right. <clears throat> then a row of carrots sense. three inches away. Then another row of radishes. So I've got my carrots lined by radishes. Mm. And so those will, those guys will go long, far away, be gone by the time those carrots are ready to pull. Yeah. Yeah. And and you can also stick lettuce in then. You could stick more radishes in if you want. You know, you can go to town with those those rows of radishes. Um, I'm so sorry they got in there. Boy, is that a hard yeah. lesson. You know, yeah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> what I'm dealing Pamela with, have to with say the local that? the local pests. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> the local pests that that I I feed and bring into my home that you uh, love so much. <laughs> the and I love so much, and you know, I'm glad they had a good day, and I was so <laughs> mad at them. <laughs> yes, your eggs are going to be highly nutritious next yeah. time. <clears throat> oh yeah, and. And what did Pamela have to say about all this? Pamela the groundhog. Oh, well, she has been making herself significantly less known since we got a dog. (laughs) Oh, Elizabeth, this is good news. Yes. Maybe she's moved. No, she's still there. I've seen her um, a couple of times. And, you know, we we leave a bowl of, of scratch out for the chicken, food out for the chickens when they're in the yard free ranging. And, um... Every now and then, I think it's it's only happened once this season, I've peeked my head out the window, and she's making her way towards the bowl. And so I just yell out the window, I see you, and clap my <laughs> hands a bunch, and she goes running. She knows I'm talking to her. <laughs> you sound like the Wicked Witch of the I West. I do. <laughs> <laughs> out of that my is, chicken food. That is and so she's funny. gone. I see you. <clears throat> oh, that is so funny. <clears throat> nasty lady bad nasty yep. bad <clears throat> well oh my god that's funny speaking <clears throat> speaking of that i um i also had uh, a little run in with uh with the neighborhood kids so we have a bus stop right out front yeah right in in our front like in front of our fence and uh we have these two middle school boys that um you know, wait for the bus stop there. And, you know, they're middle school boys, so they're a little rowdy. And um, their grandfather is out there watching them doing the doing the morning shift. Yeah. And um, they started picking my tulips. 
And I was on the other side of the fence watering my garden. And I'm hearing them, you know, be little loud, obnoxious, you know, 11 and 13 year olds yelling, look at my flowers and picking them. Yeah. So (laughs) what did you do? So I went out and, um, you know, I didn't want to make them mad. They're not bad, but they needed to not pick my tulips yeah um so i said hey guys yeah so so those are my tulips um were they mortified yeah oh yeah good they immediately hiding behind grandpa like perfect terrified um okay so they weren't gonna uh they weren't gonna threaten you no 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 and i was very like you know i was i yeah no ill will towards them it happens they're kids um so Anyway, I was I was like, well, you know, um, you've picked four of my tulips, so um, to to pay me back for for the tulips, I'd like to have you come over and do some garden work for me. Oh, Elizabeth, good for you. <laughs> that or four hundred dollars. Right. <laughs> so so I'm like, come over, bring bring long pants. Um, if you have garden gloves, bring them. I'll have some iced tea for you, and you're gonna do some some weeding for me. I have some thistles that I need to be picked. And did they keep looking at their grandpa like, get us out of this? Like, get us oh out of my this? god, yeah, horrified, horrified. Um, they no showed, but. The for the day that we had scheduled, which was not a huge surprise, surprise but yeah. we have like since rearranged and you know spoken to parents. So, yeah, and you know, I mean, if they do a good job, we'll turn it into like come over and I'll pay you ten bucks an hour to like do some stuff. You know, it can be a little summer job for you if you if you know you're good at at what you want to do. So, yeah. Do you think they're going to show and work for $10 an hour? You know, I would love it if they could. I I would love to make that happen. We'll see. I'll keep everyone posted. I would love it, too. Um, you could send them home with know. a little pot full of radish seeds. Yes, yes. Or like, you know, if they had come, uh, had come this past... Not this last weekend, but the weekend before, um, when when they were supposed to come, I would have sent them home with some lilacs because th- those were in bloom. Yeah. Like you know, I'm not I'm not trying to punish these kids or make them feel bad. Or oh, you wrong. should a little bit because they're your private a property. A little bit, a little bit. Like you know, hey, don't don't touch my garden. Um, speaking of like witches, I definitely felt like the witch from Rapunzel. You, you know? know, but it's appropriate. You know, you spend. <laughs> You spend a lot of money, time, and energy growing those things, and you want them for you and for the, everybody yeah. that passes by, not for the kids down the street. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. I knew someone and... that, that would gather uh, daffodils with their children from public areas. They would just clear a, a hillside of their daffodils. <gasps> and I didn't no. have the heart to say to them, no, no, that, that's not appropriate. That's not for you. No, it's for it's, everyone. You know. It's for everyone. Yeah, the point of flowers is and leaving them to grow in public spaces like, you know, outside my fence. That's for not just me, but for the public. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that drives by. And exactly. if one person picks them, it's all it gone. defeats the whole purpose. Yeah. Especially if it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what a tree peony is? No, uh, isn't yeah? Is there a peony tree? 
Wait, there what? is there's something called a tree peony. It's it's woody. <clears throat> it's not herbaceous. It's a type of peony, <clears throat> and the starting prices are usually around seventy, eighty bucks. Okay. okay. I mean, like for a shrub, that's about. Yeah, but this is for one right. one stick, with maybe one butt <laughs> on it. Oh boy! Okay. They're <clears throat> from Japan or China. They're gorgeous. The flowers are much, much bigger than a regular peony. They bloom way before a peony does. <clears throat> They're an early bloomer. And the shrub can get six, seven, eight feet tall. Oh, wow. In time. <clears throat> it takes it a while mm-hmm. to do that. And you have to treat it right and you have to do, know what to do with it. But there are stunning, stunning tr- uh, flowers and shrubs. And they're very expensive. So... There was an English woman who finally agreed to open up her garden to the public. And she stepped inside to answer the phone on the day that people were out there. And a knock at the door came, and this woman came in with a three-foot branch of tree peony broken off and said, (gasps) what's this? I want some. (gasps) So never pick. No. Never pick. The next day, she made a sign about as big as a billboard that said, no picking. Yep. Oh, my God. You have to educate people. And you just educated these boys. And I think that's a really good thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it takes a village. um, And you didn't ball them out. I would have charged them big ass money. <laughs> well, four peonies, I think. Four I tulips. Think that, that, yeah, or four tulips. I think that buys them, you know, what, an hour each of work? Yeah. 30 minutes, 30 minutes a tulip. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'd have kept them working for four days. One, a day a tulip. They would never pick another tulip. I would make them weed and mow the lawn and do all kinds of things, dig my holes for yep. me. Of course, they're yep. only 11 and 13, so it's too bad they didn't do it at 16 and 18. That would have been worth it. <laughs> then you could really use them. Yeah, I would have been yeah. knocking at well, their door we, with a whistle. If, yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe these these boys will will start coming over, and then when they are 16 and 18, we can have them build build my greenhouse for me. I think you should also <laughs> have a seat for your grandpa for the grandpa with a glass of iced tea ready. Oh, definitely. And definitely. And teach them where food comes from. Yes. You know, that's yeah. the cool part of gardening for them, not flowers. The mm-hmm. cool part of gardening for them is, hey, mom, look at my tomato. You know, that's the cool part. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, just the miracle of, of growing something. It's, it's, it's ama- amazing. It is amazing. And it. It makes you happy. It's also getting your hands in the soil is an antidepressant. So for mm-hmm. those of you out there that are wandering around in the spring air and don't know what to do, buy a plant, buy a pot, buy some soil, buy some bulbs, put them in there and see how you feel as you watch your lilies grow. It's amazing. Speaking yeah. of pots, it's pot season, as in flower pots. <laughs> yeah, this time of day and age, <clears throat> we gotta we gotta qualify that. <laughs> I really like to plant bulbs with my 
flower pots. Some people just do mm-hmm. petunias and calicopra, which is a little petunia, and <clears throat> verbenas and bacopas and lobelias and all those nice hanging downy things. But sometimes um, I have a lot of pots that just stand. Mm-hmm. They're very beautiful and they're standing around my back porch. So I plant the petunias and all that stuff, <clears throat> the the bedding plants as they call them. But I also put in lilies. If it's go- grow, yeah. if it's near a pole, like one of my uh, um, uh, poles for my back porch, I'll put in a clem. Mm. This year, I'm going to put in cucumbers. Into your pot? Yes. Oh, that's wild. Because you're getting wild. I am. I'm such a wild girl. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm failing at cucumbers in the garden. I fail. Okay. Over and over. Okay. One of the huh. things I learned is from somebody is that cucumbers resent being transplanted. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. So huh. this year, I'm going to... I'm so glad I talked to you because I was literally just about to, to start cucumber seeds. Right. Yeah. Plant them in situ is what they say. Plant them where you want them. Uh Okay. And Elizabeth, cover them over with something because I'm sure those chickens would love a cucumber seedling. Oh, well, they're going in the fenced off sure. garden. <laughs> sure. Just you wait, Miss Podcast thing. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, the pressure's really on. The pressure's to... on, girl. Because, I mean, they, yeah. they can destroy in your garden. In front of the world. That's right. Yeah. They can destroy your garden in no time. Mm-hmm. Between, oh, they're vicious. Between they're the vicious. chickens and Pamela, you got almost no hope. <laughs> well, I got a good excuse if it all go goes tits up. <laughs> yeah, you do. You got Sadie too, which is great. The dog. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> I would plant two or three in sort of a, a mounding thing. Now, in a pot, I'm going to plant two, mm-hmm. about two inches away from each other, and I'm going to uh, plant a small pickling cucumber so they don't get too heavy, and trail mm-hmm. them up some nails I've got on this post. Mm. and see if it grows because cucumbers out west here, I don't know about east because I never gardened back east, but cucumbers out west need shade. Not all the Uh, time shade, but I have that porch's morning sun and afternoon shade and I'm going to try my cucumbers out there. I will let you know. Let me know. I know. (laughs) We may be eating cucumber sandwiches all summer long. Hey, I love, we have been going through such a cucumber phase. It's good the for last you. last couple of, oh, it's so good. Yeah, cucumbers on a cracker with a little cream cheese yep. and salt. Yep. Because I put salt on everything. Of course you do. Oh, so good. You put so butter good. on everything w- too. I can't imagine you not putting some buttered cucumber to crackers. Yes, salt <laughs> and butter and cucumber. Mm. Yeah, the dill is coming up. The dill so is that'll good be, for you. That'll feature soon. It reseeded. I'm very happy. Good. And also, yeah. um, you might want to throw a little onion something in there. S- scrape mm-hmm. a little onion. Do you like onion in your cream cheese? Oh, my goodness. I do too. Yes. That's yeah, good a for a red onion, onion in the in cream there? cheese mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a really good thing. Yeah. We're going to start talking about fertilizers. Now that we got th- you've got your things in and I'm going to be getting my things in. I use a lot of cow manure from steer manure that's aged from Home Depot. At a dollar mm-hmm. and change, it used to be under a dollar. Now it's o- just slightly over a dollar and change. Uh, mm-hmm. A bag, a nice big bag. I don't plant 
a plant without a massive amount of it in there, including my tomatoes. They say not to because it makes them leafy, but I mm. like the leafy because we have a long growing season. Mm. And it's supposed so to. So they need the they nutrients. Need the, they need the nutrients and they need the shade so that they don't mm-hmm. scald. And they need uh, a long, long life. You know, it's mm-hmm. not, I don't have one little stem. I have, you know, way a lot, but I also have to wait for my tomatoes a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And this year yeah. I'm starting a new fertilizer because I have this penchant for buying bananas and never eating them. Oh my God. I was going to mention banana fertilizer. Yes. Yes. So I just got a, um, I, a, a sprayer at Home Depot. Um, you know, it's for your hose you or, or a, a hand no, sprayer. It's like a, uh, a, a one gallon yeah. sprayer that you load up. Yeah. Um, and cr- I think they're meant for pests, pest control. That's okay. And that kind yes. of stuff. But I'm going to put banana juice, eggshell juice, all kinds of different, um, you know, natural fertilizers, Good. Uh, coffee ground juice. Good. Manure tea. <laughs> well, manure, manure tea, compost tea. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, what are your thoughts on weekly sprayings of fertilizer? I think your plants would be very happy, but I don't think you need to spray it and, and go to all that trouble to, to um, um, what do you call it? Sieve it out. Um, What's the word you use to get all the bits out? Strain it. Strain it. it. You don't yeah. have to go to all the trouble to strain it, Elizabeth. Put it in a a watering can. Yeah. First of all, soak it for two or three days. Uh-huh. The banana peels. Anything you want. Eggshells, banana mm-hmm. peels, manure tea, whatever you decide you want in there, you put in there. That's yummy and good. It's yep. like compost tea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I let my bananas turn black. Oh, that's such an easy job. I excel <laughs> in that job. Oh, my God. I'm 100% on that. Then I yep. I cut yep. off all the hard bits, the really, really, really hard bits, like the, the little tops of the bananas that are all hung together. Mm-hmm. And I put it in my food processor, banana peels hmm. and bananas all. Hmm. And I grind those babies up <clears throat> until it's yucky mush. Oh, yeah. And then I pour it in a five-gallon bucket and fill the bucket up with water and let it sit for three or four days. Well, that's easy. Yeah. And then and then what I do is I'm going to stir it up and dip mm-hmm. and take it. And Haunt's going to take it out to where I want it. And I'm going to dip a watering can in there and gently water my delphiniums, my lettuces, mm-hmm. my whatever's up and growing. You don't need yes. to do it to seeds yet, but whatever's up and growing. So that, yes. it, and you could do that. I mean, at the rate I go with bananas, I could do that weekly. Right. And banana peels, you know, they don't have, it doesn't have to no, be, it doesn't have to the, be the, whole, the ones no. that you let rot. Um, but I've, I saved uh, two bunches of banana peels in the freezer. Good. And now that I have the two bunches, I'm about to make some banana tea. Yes. And yes. I saved my eggshells, too, Good. which I absolutely love because they're 100% local, know exactly where they came from, eggshells. That's right. And also, they're really and, yeah. hard on slugs and snails. They hate them. They will not cross that line. Yes. So for those with delphiniums like me, 
put those those eggshells around them. First of all, they love the calcium in them, and they love the banana tea, and then the slugs and snails won't cross the eggshells. Mm-hmm. So that's good. All that's good. Yeah. Triple acting. And if we were really, really smart, all of those bananas from like December, January, Feb, mm-hmm. that turned black on us, we could just stick them in the freezer or mush them up and stick them in a yeah. bag in the freezer, you know, and then you have constant banana tea for a while. And let me tell you, that gives everybody a good roaring start. Everybody loves a good banana. <laughs> Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, there are there's some people who, you know, oh, bananas, and they can't even be in the same room with them. But plants are not that way. (laughs) My mother was born in 1917. And she kept telling me when I was a little girl in the 50s, that they couldn't decide during her childhood whether bananas were poisonous or not. What? Yep. They couldn't decide one year. How did they not know? They just didn't. I don't know why. I never asked her because I was too small to say what. Yeah. But I would just kind of look at her and go, how can you think a banana would be poisonous? And she'd say they would warn us against eating bananas. And then the next year it was okay. And then the next year, oh, it was bad for you. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like the every new thing, yeah. you go through a new fad. Like I just heard um, blue light blocking glasses are now out. They're old news. Really? Apparently, I was just at the eye doctor today and, you know, ordering glasses and, um, you know, we're I'm getting the the light resistant yeah. or, you know, it, it has a coating yes, on it. I know and what you're talking about. I asked about the blue light and she goes, oh, no, the, the coating is all you need and you, you don't need the blue light. OK, fine. It filters more light without without it. I'm like, okay. But like all these different fads that we go through, you have to do this, you have to do that. Peat moss was a big thing, yeah. and now we're on to coconut core. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. We're always changing, and who knows? Who knows what the next fad is going to be? So that's why you have to stay flexible. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> really, really flexible. Yeah. And so also, so I use manure. And I use, now I'm going to use banana peels. And when I got sick and I didn't have the energy to go out there and tend to my garden, and I didn't want Haunt to have to do it, I bought bags of um, chemical fertilizer called 161616. It may say Mm -hmm. organic on it. I don't remember. But it's an all-round fertilizer, and it comes in pellet form. And you throw it in an early garden so that the leaves don't get burned by it when they touch them. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and it will, it will make a hardy, my hardy geraniums that are usually two feet, they make them four feet. Wow. Yeah. So you just do it once a season yes. then? You you throw it once a season? Yes. Okay. Because I think I have the same thing. It, it was, um, it's like a pellet sand yes. thing. Yes. And, you know, you, you put like what, a tablespoon to like one plant and you don't have... No, <laughs> no. Uh, Uncle Han is saying well, no. Big, big handfuls. There's no way that we're gonna. You know, we have a hundred foot by two hundred foot beds. Yeah, we're not gonna measure by the tablespoon. Han just starts throwing it, and I tell him, either. Well, I, that's what I did too. Yeah, I mean, either with, you want with it with salt garden. or you want it peppered. Yeah, you know. And <laughs> since we both like salt more, like you, uh, mm-hmm. I said more salt than pepper. 
Yeah. You know, and try to miss the big leaves, leaved stuff. Try to aim for the roots yep. of some big things like the roses. Yeah. Yeah. Roses yeah, love so, bananas. Oh, good to yeah. know. Good to know. Hmm. Yeah. I have these um, r- raspberry bushes yeah. in our border. And then we also have grapevines on the fence. Okay. Um, and they didn't do much of anything last year. So this year, I spread that. I salted them with that fertilizer. Good. You know, I spread some of that. We'll see. Elizabeth, you know? do they get a lot of sun? No, they don't get a, uh, too much sun. That's the problem. You might not yeah. get grapes or much raspberries. Put your raspberries yeah. out. Well, the, the grapes were bitter. You know, they're not. That's lack of they're, sun. They're sour. Yeah. They're sour. That's grapes. lack of sun and lack of heat. Mm-hmm. So, you know, think about the south of France and Italy where they ripen perfectly yeah. and make a sweet yeah. wine. Y- you need long, long and sunny, hot, hot days. Now, mm-hmm. if I were you and you really had your heart setting on gra- set on grapes, first of all, I'd move them to someplace sunny. Mm. What would it look like if it was in front of your fence in the front yard? Yeah, no, that would that would look good. Um we have we have two big lilac trees and two burning bushes there. Okay. So then the fence behind that. Yeah. And on the other side they get uh not enough sun. Like, no, they wouldn't get enough sun. It's very shaded over there. Never mind. Yeah. You'll find another yeah. place for it, another sunny place. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um but don't be surprised if they don't if they don't get sweet. Yeah. Because you're not you gotta put them in sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have a, a ton of high hopes for them, but it'd be nice to have some grape juice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, honey, I've got mine and son, and I can't eat them. They're so sour. <laughs> How much could can you put enough sugar in them to make them palatable, though? I wouldn't try it. Like a one to one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. They don't grow big enough either. So <clears throat> this year I'm mm-hmm. focusing on the figs and trying to get enough water to them because my figs are always dry. I saw a thing. <clears throat> what? I saw a thing today. What? So I haven't done much research into it. Okay. I just saw this like on Instagram. So very uneducated. Okay. Um, But there was this guy who was talking about how they were trying to water their, um, their orchard trees far out away from their hose. Yeah. And he found the, these, uh, they're like collars, they're tree collars yes. filled with like silica gel. Yes. Basically some, some, something, like, something. And you soak them in water. They blow up into balloons and then you lay them over there uh, over the tree, the t- around the tree, yeah, and it waters them for a month. Yeah, and you just Ouch. need to refill it. And once once it's down by your tree, yeah, you only need to lay it once. Like it lasts forever. Wow. Or you know, a whole season or ten, two. ten, ten years, ten or years. Something. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So look it up. There, he said that there were some cheaper ones, but that the cheaper ones weren't good. The one that he he had were like, um, I don't know, like sixty or seventy dollars a collar. Okay. So let me see if I can find them. Tree for that watering. price, I can put some collar. crappy soil around it and make a saucer and fill that every now and then. Also. Uh, figs love lime. In case anybody's out there growing fig trees, throw some agricultural lime on them. They love the sweet mm. soil. 
One of the things that always bugged me about, and still does bug me, about my garden is that um, I'll have big pockets or spaces in my Mm. flower bed where, I don't know, the peony didn't fill in enough or um, the Veronica didn't come up or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or something died back and like the tulips died back and I didn't plant anything else there. Mm. This is the time of year. I'm bringing it up now because this is the time of year right now when you're to start thinking about those holes in your garden that you want to fill. And I fill them. I like to fill them with annuals that you mm-hmm. can stick in there, pop in there. You don't care that they don't last forever and ever and ever. They're, you're not committing. <laughs> you're not committing. They're going to bloom for you all the rest of the season. Um, and they're going to be beautiful in that hole. Yeah. And now is the time to start planting the seeds so mm-hmm. that they'll be ready to transplant out after the other stuff is done growing and blooming. And it's time for those pockets to be filled. Mm-hmm. So yes. Cosmos and Zinnias are two of my favorites. Uh, for people with uh, a, a hotter garden than, you know, a, a hotter palette than mine, marigolds, <clears throat> things like that. Things that are really, really uh, easy to grow. No big deal. If it's in the front of the bed, it can be petunias. It can be Elysium. It can be Lobelia if it's in the shade. It can be all different kinds of things that will just fill in those pockets and make your bed full. Mm-hmm. It will also help the watering because it will shade it yeah and yes and it keeps your soil keeps your soil nutrient rich because it's covered yes yeah around here everyone has these beautiful carpets of elysium yes everywhere and they're all out and um honey smell oh they're beautiful and i'm wondering how did they because they're in full bloom they've been in full bloom for like two weeks now when did they plant them? You can plant them in like what? You plant those seeds? They, or do they come back I, every year? Uh, my Elysium reseeds. Even we mm-hmm. had uh, 17 degrees below. Okay. Not below. We had 17 degrees. Yeah. This winter. And um, I found a whole bunch of Elysium seeds in some of my pots. Oh, okay. So do yourself a favor and buy some Elysium. Yeah. And plant it up and see what happens next year. Yeah. Elysium loves um, uh, sun. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. they make such a wonderful covering and, and statement, a frame for any oh, flower. So beautiful. For any flower you want to put around it. Yeah. Another good flower combo would be like any hardy geranium and any perennial that you want to plant. Um, ger- Hardy geraniums, there's there's one, I've mentioned it before, Roxanne, who blooms most of the summer. You have to chop her back once, and she comes back and blooms again, and she's got blue flowers, and she's really pretty. And she's the yes. one that I was saying usually grows two feet, and with fertilizer, she grew four. And she's airy, and she's gorgeous. And right around her, right behind her, I grow uh, dahlias. Mm. I grow daisies. I grow roses. I grow 
something called Veronica, which is a wonderful perennial that oh, shoots up. I love Veronica. Veronica's it's are so fabulous. beautiful. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. You can grow lilies in between them. So you put your geranium mm-hmm. in there like your tulips. Mm-hmm. You know, you once you've found that you've got tulip bulbs and some lily bulbs and a hardy geranium, you're set for a little mini garden right then. Write that in there. Yeah. <clears throat> because your your geranium will go, crop, come, once your tulips come up, then you've got this little green around them. Then mm. they start to die back down once they've bloomed. And here come this geranium to cover up all the ugly. Mm-hmm. Then your lilies who like a little bit of shade, not much, but a little, a little bit of shade start coming up from the shade of that geranium and up they pop and and bloom and it's gorgeous. It's like like you've got this seabed of blue with your beautiful lilies riding above it. Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can do a lot with a hardy geranium, especially Roxanne. But there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hardy geraniums. So <clears throat> they don't all bloom all summer, uh, mm-hmm. but you can mix and match. And when you see English gardens... Their full, their filler is something that looks just, how did they do that? What did they put in there? It's hardy geraniums. No way. Yeah. Huh. There's all different kinds and sorts. Okay. Yeah. I feel like the geranium is something that I have neglected and overlooked in my gardening. You know, whenever I go into the garden store, I'm like, oh, don't bother me with geraniums. They're not... (laughs) They're not American geraniums. Mm. They're not the things we put in pots. And my mother was so proud of. My friend um, Irene, who I met in Taos, uh, mm-hmm. grew up in outside of San Francisco. And she married a man from Toledo and moved to Toledo. And, and at a shower, uh, a, a goodbye party, all of her girlfriends who had moved back east, back to the Midwest and had moved back to San Francisco and were holding this party for her, pulled her aside and said, now listen to me, Irene, don't laugh at their geraniums. <laughs> and I, what? Because <laughs> in San Francisco, the geraniums are friggin' huge. They're huge. They last all summer and all winter. They bloom. They're as big as a house. They're huge. <clears throat> My mother would get two to three blossoms on her geranium and burst with pride. Oh, it was <laughs> it was sad. And so that's a that's a geranium that in the vernacular we call a pelagorium. Pelagorium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A geranium that I'm talking about is a completely different plant. Completely different. It it's a real it's a geranium. It's in, it. I don't know if it's English. I don't know where it comes from. Um, but if you type in hardy geranium and Google it, you will find there are hundreds and hundreds of kinds. There are low lying. Mm-hmm. There are tall ones. There's pinks ones. There's white ones. There's purple. There's magenta. There's blue with black spots. There's purple with multi multi pink. There's amazing <laughs> you amount. You got it all. <clears throat> yeah. And. When you look at an English country garden, the filler and you see the lilies, you see the delphiniums, you see the roses. What the hell is that at the foot? It's not it's not soil. It's hardy geraniums. So, huh. So, 
if if I was to give you a lesson today, go buy yourself a hearty geranium. Go look up Roxanne and give yourself a treat. <laughs> okay. If, All right. If you lived here, I'd give you some of mine. But no, you had to move away. I know. I know. You silly girl. <laughs> So uh, I'm out of I'm out of stuff. What do you got? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um so a pl- uh ba, 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 a plant and th- this doesn't bloom, yeah. but speaking of fertilizer, yeah. one thing that I am uh I was just at at the garden store looking for. Yeah. Cuz I want to plant up. Um is comfrey. Yes. So I want a comfrey plant. Uh, I think I'm going to have to order it online because I went to our our local nursery that tends to have absolutely everything, and they didn't have comfrey. So I'm going to order it online. Elizabeth, but it's a before fabulous you, plant. Before mm-hmm. you do that, you or your mother will know somebody with herbs. Mm-hmm. You can get a comfrey baby from her. From somebody, some herb woman will give you or sell you for a buck or two a comfrey yeah. plant. Yeah. Okay, before you go ordering it from a nursery and pay twelve fifty plus shipping. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, fair. Fair. And yeah. and if not, see if you can get some seeds from somebody. Look online and ask for comfrey seeds or a comfrey but go look online for seed swaps and yeah. plant swaps. Well, they seem to be um hard to come by. To, no, no, I don't think they're hard to come by. They're just not uh once you have them, you never need them. So um and I, I think it's not as common a plant, uh, but it's a fabulous fertilizer. Um, well, you can just bury the leaves yeah. in your garden, bury and it them. will fertilize. Them. Really? Bury them, yeah, because it has a like a ten foot tap root. Ah. Uh, this really crazy, crazy long tap root. So it pulls up all of this deep, deep, deep nutrient I see. from the soil, and it lives in its leaves. Chickens apparently can eat it in small doses. I thought you were going to use it for tea. And you can make it you can make a compost tea out mm-hmm. of it. Um you can take the leaves, spread them, you know, chop them up, spread them throughout your garden mm-hmm. and it'll just nutrient they're so nutrient rich that they're just a fabulous um fabulous fertilizer. There's got to be some herb farms around you. Yeah. Yeah. Now that now that you mention it, I do have a couple couple local farms that, you know, I got my elderberries from, so maybe I can get yeah, get and, my comfort. And if from. they don't have it, they'll know somebody who does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Actually you want to build those connections. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, you wanna know Absolutely. who to go to for this or that or the other. You do. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah, now is the time to, you know, Facebook Marketplace is a great resource for buying your seeds from yes. your seeds, your seedlings. Yes. So, you know, if you didn't start your seedlings or um, you put them out too early and they all died or you uh, overplanted happened to me or you overplanted, um, go on Facebook Marketplace and, you know, reach out, make those other you know, gardener connections. Yes. Elizabeth, I think that you need to invest in a very long, long um, extension cord <laughs> and a couple of old traditional light bulbs. Yeah. Because um, they can keep the frost from killing your little baby seedlings because that heat of the old fashioned light bulb, not the new LED ones. Yeah. The old fashioned ones. Right. Anything. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep that heat if it'll keep uh, a stoplight from um, 
holding the snow on it. It'll melt the snow off it. It'll help your little babies that are covered in plastic because of the frost. Uh, It'll keep your your babies from freezing their little patooties off. (laughs) Yeah, good point. Good point. And buy and figure out a way to buy them soon because they're going to disappear. Oh, yeah. Those light bulbs. Yeah. 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 And you only use them for that. Mm -hmm. You know, one or two nights a year, you can probably have them for 30 years if you take care of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now, your electric bill will go sky high, but. (laughs) Well, you know, one or two nights a year. You can afford that. That's no big deal. Yeah. Versus all the time. We have heat lamps for the chickens that we keep on, you know, all throughout the winter. I don't know if we're going to do that for them next year. We'll Why? <laughs> too 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 expensive? Oh, you know, I, I read somewhere that it's good to let the chickens have a rest, um, you know, so that they're not producing eggs. Eggs used to be a seasonal food, and yeah. now we, we're just used to them, you know, like everything, um, all the time. But so. I don't Who like knows? them cold. Who knows? I don't like them cold. Yeah, I know. Well, when when I was picking out our chickens, I picked out like the Eastern European hardy br- breeds. Okay, good. So they're they're used they to. They can take you know, it. Yeah, but also yeah, when they had molt, generations of training. But when they molt, oftentimes my chickens molt at the stupidest times. It's cold out. <laughs> they're like dumb. Why aren't you molting in July? <laughs> you know, no one has ever complimented a chicken's intelligence no you know they're not known for their brains no although we did have a chicken that once laid an egg in a basket on top of our hutch and Han said that's a delivery service (laughs) (laughs) that was an amazing moment we were just we happened to be staring at her at the time she was way up on the hutch on the top shelf i had a basket up there and she laid the egg plop I was like, oh, was my that? God, <laughs> that was Brandy laying an egg. And Han said, I like oh it. My God. I like that delivery service. Good girl, Brandy. <laughs> yeah. Good girl. She was a hoot. She came with the house. Anyway, I think that's a good idea to give them a rest. But then when it gets really cold, I want them to have heat. But yours have. But mine are not Eastern European, Eastern block, European, <laughs> Russian cosmonaut. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, My chickens. Yeah. Zagreb chickens. I don't have that. I've got some little locals here that aren't used to real cold, cold winters. And even, you know, global warming is also global colding. Yeah. Because it'll get colder and hotter. We're supposed to have a very hot summer here. Yeah, well, 90 degrees for a week I know. already. We were so swimming. We were swimming. What are you in for? I know, but now it's it's in the 60s and 70s, which is normal. And we'll mm-hmm. see. I'm hoping that it'll hold through June so mm-hmm. that things get a chance to kind of develop a little bit inside, you know, the root systems and stuff. And we get things yeah. in the ground and that, and then they take off. But we'll see what God has in store. Yeah. And Mother Nature. Yeah. We'll see. Well, we'll see. I know it's it's going to be difficult um, working with with an erratic weather pattern. It all, but it we just have is. to be prepared with, you know. I don't know. Would you recommend like umbrellas for yes. super hot days? I, I put cover them over. Do you remember when your mother came and it was going to be ninety degrees and the peonies were just popping? Yeah. And we put yeah. shade cloth that I bought for this big greenhouse we have. I bought mm-hmm. shade cloth and we doubled it and we just threw it over the peonies and the boxwood. 
and it held and it saved the peony blooms. Mm -hmm. The 90 degrees killed 10 uh, poppy blossoms that were stunning for a day. But then they all faded really quickly. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I I can't tell you, you've lost them to the cold. I've lost, I don't know how many flats of seeds to the heat. Hmm. They just fried. Uh, So... Yeah. When you can't predict, and no one can, that's why all farmers talk about the weather, and all gardeners do too, you you roll with the punches, and yeah. be- and better safe than sorry. And you're mm-hmm. not going to put out, or you're going you're gonna to either, one, double your seedings, so you have plan A and plan B, and you plant mm-hmm. plan A, it dies, so you got plan B, or <laughs> you're going to wait. Yeah. And either way is fine. Yeah. Yep. Either way is great. All righty, sweetheart yeah. angel. What are you having? For All right. Di- what are you having for dinner? Uh, leftover tortilla soup. Yum. What about you? <laughs> We're having hot dogs. We're going to put them Ooh. on the Traeger and smoke those suckers. Ooh, it is summer. <laughs> every now and then, just every now and then, uh, Haunt and I just get hungry for a little hot dog. And we, what we yes. do is they're very yes. fattening. So we buy turkey <laughs> hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And then we've usually grilled them. But I read today online, this is what I was, you were looking up fertilizers. I was looking up hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's, we have a Traeger and we don't use it that much. And so I said, by God, we're going to start using this Traeger. Can you smoke a hot dog? And it said, it's the best hot dog in the world once you've smoked them. And, I mean, that does sound amazing. And it's hands off once you get them on there. You got to cut them a lot yeah. to get the smoke in. And then it's 30 to 45 minutes. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah. Well-smoked hot dog. So, so oh. come on. I know you don't okay. eat meat, but it's chicken so and turkey. Is, yeah. I mean, 100%. I'm there. I'll yeah. be right over. Okay. <clears throat> so this is this is a random tangent. Um, But one thing that I'm, you know distantly dreaming of is a little smokehouse and what i'm wondering is can you build a smokehouse that also functions as a sugar house for sugaring maple syrup i don't know because i've never done it i've never done either so i have no idea but in my head it seems 100 percent possible because all you need is fire yeah and like a little venting yeah right so they both need that so there you go so i don't know i'd love to hear from listeners on their ideas for a uh, a smokehouse that's also a sugaring house and for you, maple syrup you have a wood full of sugar maples well i mean eventually we might <laughs> okay this is long-term planning i, I was really tro- truly prepared for you to say and a potting shed you know. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's hooked up to it. And it's heated. And a greenhouse. And by, it's heated. Oh, oh, that's by great. the smoking or the sugar. Yes. So you, I love it. You get smoked uh. seedlings. <laughs> well, that, that doesn't sound like a good thing. <laughs> I don't know. They might really be works. tasty. I mean, your sprouts. Smoked sprouts. Yeah, but think about your lettuces. Oh, <laughs> smoked lettuce. <laughs> I, girl, go eat your hot dog. Okay, fine. <laughs> I will. <clears throat> I'm getting All hungry. Right. I love you. I whole, love you whole bunch. I love you more. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Bye, honey. Bye. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening. Check us out on Facebook at Gardening Related, on TikTok at Gardening Related, and on Instagram at Gardening.Related. Feel free to shoot us an email or ask any questions. And also, I think we're on Facebook. Did you say that already? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, we, and we've got a website. Yep. We Gardening have a website. Re- what is it? Gardeningrelated.com. Check us out. <clears throat> okay, good. And give us some love. <laughs>